When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Experience the difference at Woodhouse Buick GMC. From the GMC Acadia to the Buick Encore, we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle. Our climate-controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit. Plus, our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase. You will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle. Start your car buying journey today, in-store or online at woodhousebuickgmc.com. We are professional grade. This is how it's always been I'm on the outside looking in Welcome to Double Love, the podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. I'm Anna Carey. I'm Karen Moynihan. And we have reached book number 30. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another, I was going to say another decade, but no. Another, well, what do you call it? From like a 30 to 40? Oh, maybe it is a decade. It is a decade. It kind of is, yeah. Yeah. Another decade of Sweet Valley Insanity, anyway, is upon us, but it is episode 32. 32. Yes. Um, So this one is, uh, it's quite something because it is one of the very few books that does not have a Wakefield on the cover. We've had a couple so far. That's true, yeah. But um, it's quite rare Mm. and uh, it's quite something. So we'll get started with taglines and blurbs. Let's do this. The cover tagline. Someone doesn't want Jean in Pi Beta Alpha. Her best friend, Sandra. <gasps> okay, on and the back then we've just got backstabber. Oh! Da, da, da. <laughs> yeah, it's harsh, oh but it's, it's true. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here is the blurb. It's pledge season for Pi Beta Alpha and everyone expe- everyone in the exclusive Sweet Valley High sorority expects Sandra Bacon to nominate her best friend, Jean West. But Sandra's always tired of hearing about Jean's perfect figure, terrific grades and fantastic cheerleading. Oh my God. The sorority is the only thing Sandra has that Jean doesn't and even though Jean is her best friend, Sandra wants to keep Pi Beta Alpha for herself. <gasps> when Sandra unwillingly becomes Jean's pledge sponsor, she's determined to do everything she can to ensure Jean doesn't make it through the pledge period. But how far can Sandra go and still remain friends with Jean? Oh my God. Well, the answer is quite far. Yeah. I mean, she, pretty, pushes she pushes it. She pushes it, but it's pretty far. Yeah. Um, the cover is holy mackerel. Wow. <laughs> Please describe it. Okay, so it's Sandra and it's Jean. And I mean, there's, it's weird because there's never any mention of these jackets. However, <laughs> oh my Sandra God. is wearing... The shiniest, most flammable looking bomber jacket I have ever seen. It's insane. It is glorious. It's like a, it's massive. It's huge. It's pink. <laughs> it's got Pi Beta Alpha like on the front of it. The Greek letters. It's got these kind of like stretchy cuffs. They're like blue stripy cuffs. <laughs> and, and the collar as well. Oh man. And she's wearing a sort of Alan so Partridge-esque polo, polo neck, neck. Turtleneck underneath. Like, she looks ridiculous. <laughs> she certainly does. It is one hell of a jacket. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And her pose. Yeah. She's got her arms folded really oddly. She's really aggressive looking. Yeah. 
She is. Oh God. Weird. And that's not the only extraordinary so, thing. Yeah, Jean is, is there standing beside her. She's got like her hand on her shoulder. Jean looks quite worried and, you know, rightly so. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I mean, she's seen the word backstabber on the back of the book. Well, look. She also looks about 12. She really does. She's like 10. Yeah, she looks very young. I mean, Jean looks pretty young as well. If you told me they were meant to be 12, I'd believe you. Yeah. Especially as yeah. half the covers, they look about 40. So. That's true. Yeah, yeah, they've just gone the other way. Uh, too so far. And please describe Jean's look. I mean, yeah, Jean has like a little hairband on and she's got, it's a very fussy kind of mm. look, isn't it? She's got like pearls and a jumper and a shirt under the jumper. With one half of the collar turned up and the yeah, other turned down. She's all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, Jean? <laughs> and Sandra's hair and makeup. It's terrible. Oh my god, it's so bad! It's, uh, I mean, it's realistic for the time. I can yeah, tell you that, but that is true. But it's not good. It's like this short little puffy fringe. Yeah, it's a bad fringe. And then a sort of layers and bits of it are tied back, or, or is it just mullety? I don't yeah, know. it looks. Yeah, it doesn't look like it's been kind of clipped back, like it's half up or but something. Maybe it's cut short. At maybe the top. it is. Oh. It's hard to know. It's awful. It's not good. And she's very, she's very shiny in the face as she, well. She is. Yeah. Shiny in the clothes and in the face. She's <laughs> a shiny gal. Oh my God. Well, I don't know if the book lives up to this cover. I don't think it does. Mm, sorry, readers. No, not really. I mean, listeners. Your luck. Nonetheless, we will get stuck in. Oh, we will. <laughs> and it actually does have one of the classic subplots, which I had totally forgotten was in this book. Ooh. So, um... It starts out with the news from Alice in the Wakefield home mm-hmm. that Stephen is coming home and they'll have to make his visit special. Now, Stephen Why? comes home every He's five seconds. home. Yeah. He just turns up out of a hedge every so often, like, in the party. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're here. There were literally bits where, like, our listeners were saying, does Stephen live at home? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, he really doesn't. <laughs> but apparently it's a big deal that he's yeah. deigning to come there. And so Jess even says, you know, oh, we won't see him at all because Kara, he wants to see Kara. Yeah. It's like... Another reminder that he has a girlfriend who lives in Sweet Valley and is home quite frequently to see her too. Yeah. But Liz, of course, says, we'll think of a way to celebrate him. And um, Ned is all like, be kind to your ancient par- ancient parents, whatever you do, which is, oh, of course, God. a cue to talk about how youthful they look. Oh, they're so sexy. And the whole family are incredible looking. <laughs> so it turns out the twins are going to a Pi Beta Alpha meeting at Lila's house to nominate Amy for, um, for membership. And again, why is Liz doing this? Why is this part of this? Like, why? Yeah. Just we, leave. We keep being told she's a member in name only, but I she's know, yeah. pretty active, if you ask me. <laughs> so, Alice reminds them of the last time they had a, you know... Well, actually, didn't she she doesn't even remind them directly of what happened, but we remember the last time somebody was pledged Oof. to Phi Beta, which was Robin, who yeah. they bullied into starving herself, mm-hmm. and uh, says, you know, you've got to be mindful of people's feelings, and Jess yeah. is literally, quote, horrified by the thought of being considerate. Oh, God. And Liz remembers Robin and uh, doesn't say anything, of course, but just hopes something similar, nothing similar will happen this time. Yeah. She's more interested in Steve's visit than in the sorority, but um, still goes. Yeah, still goes to the meeting. It's like, why are you bothering? Like, just literally just leave. So at the meeting, Sandra Bacon is there. She's marvelling at the majesty of Fowler Crest. And we're told, like, she's only been there a few times before. What? No, she hasn't. Lila has a party there. (laughs) She's literally throwing parties. She had a party there last week. And you're telling me that a member of Phi Beta Alpha, who's also a cheerleader, cheerleader was not there. Bullshit. Oh, my God. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. So uh, even Winston's always at those parties. <laughs> like, there's no fucking way Winston's there and a cheerleader yeah, isn't. Very true. So Amy and Jean are both nominated, but Sandra is determined to keep Jean out. And as we found out in the last book, she's always been jealous of Jean. And it's basically because 
Jean's always been great at everything and they are genuinely yeah. close friends but the only thing that Sandra has that Jean doesn't is being in Pi Beta Alpha and mm. that is meaningful to her because yeah. it's like well at least I have this and yeah, now yeah, yeah. even that won't be her thing anymore <laughs> so um, she's but she does nominate you know she I mean, nominates she, does, like, she yeah, knows I mean, she has to she has to like yeah it would be really noticeably weird if she didn't and everybody would like, yeah everybody would be like what are you doing why aren't you nominating Jean like yeah. she is your best friend yeah so she meets Jean at the pool to practice water ballet how amazing <laughs> Because of course Sweet Valley High has a synchronised swimming class. Oh, I wish we had more. I wish we had a swing, synchronised swimming episode. I would I love it. Give me that routine. Like, oh. Tell me all about that. Yeah. As a subplot, as a main plot, I don't care. Just yeah. give me it. Screw the cheerleaders. Bring on yeah. the synchronised swimmers. Yeah, let's do it. So we we're told how beautiful Jean is. Yeah. And Sandra is jealous of her and wishes that she looked be- as good as Jean did in her swimsuit. Mm. They're also obsessed with each other's looks. That's like, very true. Yeah. If they weren't straight, it might make sense. But it was just lust. Yeah. But it's literally just seems to be shallow yeah. looks obsession. Pretty much. Mm. So she she warns Jean about the possible pledges for the or the ch- pledge challenges for the newcomers yeah. and suggests that it's going to be that they have to get a date a difficult date for yeah, a party to, to bring someone to a party that is a, a party the car is having yeah I don't think they even specify it there but oh, yeah, yeah it is a party yeah, you have to go to having. a thing with an assigned date yeah it's kind of like what they did to poor old Robin and when they made her ask oh, Bruce oh when they got her to ask Bruce yeah yeah, yeah. but um, little does Jean know that Sandra is determined to make the challenge impossible for mm. her so they're in the cafeteria, everybody is, and Winston is throwing around love grams, hmm. which are just like, he's throwing paper airplanes paper at girls, around. like a yeah. sexual harasser. <laughs> Damn it, Winston. Uh, so it turns out that Liz is throwing a party for Stephen the day after the Friday the 13th dance in the gym. Like, really? Now they're having dances because it's, it's Friday just, the 13th. I excuse. I love it. <laughs> it <is. laughs> And Winston, this is just so contrived. He says something like, Jean's kind of hard to know. Um, and Sandra's like, no, she isn't. She's really friendly. Yeah. And Winston says, well, I saw Tom McKay try to talk to her. And she gave him the brush off. And Tom looked really upset. Oh, yeah. He was good and mad to tell you the truth. Like, how dare she not give her undivided attention to, to Tom McKay? To like, Yeah, Tom why? is like, calm down, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that gives, of course, Sandra an idea. Like, that's a perfect pledge date. Yeah. So she tells Isla and Jess this and they're like, oh, that's a bit too risky. They want Jean to get in, don't they? Yeah, they don't, they don't know why she's trying to make it difficult for her. Yeah. yeah, and we learn that Tom is is, is perfect, but he's he seldom dates because Jess turned him off girls forever. <laughs> and I'm not giving a spoiler, but it turns out she really did. She sure did. <laughs> Give it a few books down the line. We'll find out just, what, just, just quite how much. About 50 books time. Yes. So Sandra thinks, oh, this is absolutely perfect. Tom is all sporty. And even though Jean is a cheerleader, we're told she's not outdoorsy. Mm. So she's like, no, no, no. Jean will persuade him. This is perfect. Yeah, she's like, oh, Jean likes a challenge. She'll be fine with this. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, it's confirmed that there's the pledge party at Cara's on Saturday night. The day after the... um, Hang on, is that not the day? Oh, no, it's a week before this Friday the 13th party. Yeah. So she feels a bit guilty, but she knows that this is the only way they could save their friendship because if they were, st- you know, if, if Jean did outshine her, then it would just be too much for her. Yeah. Or outshine her. So Jean is upset at the thought of getting Tom, but S- Sandra is all faux innocent. 
and is like, well, you know, I have to be hard on you because otherwise people think I'm playing favourites. Yeah, she thinks people will, yeah, will kind That's of start giving out to her and yeah, she uses this as an excuse. Like, oh, I'm under so much pressure. And it's like, okay, no, you're not. Yeah. And Jean says that Tom asked her something earlier when she was busy and then he got really angry. And so like, Tom is kind of a dick. Tom sounds like an asshole. Like, yeah. a bit scary, to be yeah. honest. And then Lila arrives and said, well, she knows the perfect way to get hold of Tom and he's playing some tennis match and there's some convoluted thing about he's not really playing one of the matches and it's not really relevant. I don't know why yeah. it's in there. Basically just turn up at the tennis match and start talking to him. Like, yeah. Is the plan. <laughs> and uh, then, meanwhile, Kara is upset and distracted and she doesn't want to talk to Jess about it. And Jess is like, are you cheating on Stephen? Is Stephen cheating on you? <laughs> yeah. Kara's like, other things can go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so, but of course, she immediately... Having said one second ago, she's not going to confide in Jess. Yeah. She does. And Stephen has... Uh, there's trouble in paradise. Oh, man. Because Stephen has a plan. He, he sure does. Apparently, um, <laughs> yeah, Steve's roommate's dad owns, like, an ocean liner. Mm. Uh, so Like a cruise ship. Yeah, a cruise ship that goes from LA to the Far East and Ooh. then on to Europe. Look at all. So anyway, his friend Bob... What cruise is that? It'll take about a year. Who even knows? Yeah, basically. Um, so this guy Bob has decided to leave school to work for his dad and he's convinced Steve to go with him. So Steve is going to bail on college and go work on a cruise ship for yeah. a year, I guess. I and Jessica know. says this is a great idea and, how Car- and says that Kara can stow away like in the love boat. Yeah. <laughs> and Kara's like, this is the love boat. Yeah, she's like, no, seriously. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> Fuck's sake. And Jess is like, oh, I wish I had that to keep this a secret. Yeah. So it's the tennis match and everybody's bored but then uh, Tom is free so the plot is the plot thickens. It's put into motion. Yeah. As as the girls sort of try and manipulate him and uh, flirt and basically they all flirt with him. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> and it turns out he's got a job at the tennis shop. Of course he does. <laughs> oh that wonderfully named Emporium. Amazing. And Jean kind of effectively asks him for lessons. Yeah, but she kind of does it as a way to wangle a date with him for the party. Yes. Yeah, because she's like, oh, I need lessons. Maybe we could play this night. And he's like, oh, I can't. Uh, or something. Yeah, I think yeah. she, he suggests, what about Saturday? Oh, he's she's like, Saturday. oh, I'll go to she's a like, party. Oh, yeah. Maybe you could come with me. Yes, that's it. So she gets, she bags him as a date anyway. Yeah. And, and she's, Sandra's like, oh, bollocks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shit. Yeah. But she realises that there's still one way of sabotaging uh-huh. this plan. So Jean, it's in Jean's house and they're having a girls' night and it mm. sounds fun. It does. They're wearing bright coloured sweats. Yeah, they're watching telly. They're mm. gossiping. Having a nice time. And uh, Jean feels that she's under a lucky spell. Oh. This bit is quite peculiar. It's like, I know it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. She giggled. Penny Ayala is on the dance committee for the Friday the 13th dance. And she asked Dana Larson and me to start off the dancing because we both have birthdays that day. That's supposed to be unlucky, isn't it? She giggled again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but ever since you've nominated me for Pi Beta, I've never felt so lucky. And she's apparently she, you know, got some bond that her grandparents bought her has just matured and given her a hundred dollars and then she got an A in a test and everything's coming up G (laughs) and Tom is going to the dance with her or the party with her and it turns out he's a nice guy yeah because they actually he had called her up the night before and they actually had a really nice chat on the phone so she's like oh I actually I might really like this guy yeah Yeah. so this makes Sandra even more determined she's Mm. like fuck okay this is gonna happen I'm gonna have to do something Yeah. yeah 
So Stephen is, goes home in the Wakefield house and they act like he didn't spend most of the previous 10 books there. Oh my God, he's always there. This yeah. is not news. Why does no one acknowledge this? I feel like they're <laughs> yeah. gaslighting me. Yeah. yeah. So we're this reminder of how hot he is and Jess thinks he'll be a natural on an ocean liner. Like, yeah, she couldn't tell thinking how good Stephen looks. Like, stop it. He's your brother. Why you are they weirdo? so obsessed with how everyone looks, including their own family? What a bunch of weirdos. Very strange. Oh, God. So, yeah, he uh, he reveals his plans yeah. and obviously the Wakefields are just like, what the hell? What You're the fuck? <laughs> I don't think so. You're only a freshman. He's like, oh, I need to see the world. Yeah. So they're all kind of, you know, pointing out the obvious flaws in this ridiculous yes. plan. Yeah. And Stephen is like, well, I'm going in a week. And he's. they say, what about Cara? And he's like, well, it's hard on her, but I'm married to the sea now. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> The sea is my wife now. <laughs> he says, no one is going to stop me from sailing on the bell floor. Oh no one. Yeah, he's very and dramatic, isn't he? Yeah, like He just drops his bombshell on his family and they're all like, oh, I don't know if this is a good idea. And he's like, drop it, I'm going. <laughs> and then he storms out. Yeah. And then Liz has a scheme. She remembers their campaign to make the parents stay in Sweet Valley. Oh, She's yes. like, why don't we try a bit of the old reverse psychology? Uh-huh. Yeah, so everyone's going to act like they're all cool with him going. Uh, and, and Alice kind of sensibly points out that's a bit risky like we might just push him into going and yeah. he's like well yeah. don't have anything else yeah. <laughs> fine it's oh like is he well I suppose he is 18 I know. say he's even a legal so. adult so he, Liz is convinced Stephen hasn't really thought things through which yeah. is true as it turns out I mean, yeah. and when he does think about it he you know, we won't leave. Yeah, he'll decide that actually, no, this is a terrible idea. And it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But they realise the time is tight because he's got to make the decision. He's got to like sign a, a leave college and sign a contract yeah. in like five days or something. Yeah. Insane. So Sandra, it's the next day, Sandra arrives at the tennis shop mm. and she pretends to shop. Yeah, she uh, she goes to the tennis shop under the pretense of like buying tennis shoes for her mother. Yes, uh, we get a very detailed description of the tennis shop. It's like it tennis do. balls, and tennis shoes. Yeah, it's like tennis rackets. We don't care, lads. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, she she kind of pretends to be surprised to see Tom there, even though that's <gasps> the only Ooh, reason she's there. Meeting you here. Like, oh, oh my god, it's you. Um, but yeah, she kind of oh, it's bad. She, yeah, she sort of drops Jean in it on purpose, like accidentally on purpose. Yeah, and kind of says, oh, you know, I'm so busy with cheerleading at Pi Beta Alpha and all the pledges, like and Jean's plan. And she yeah. has to find somebody for to go to a party like, with her. Oh no, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she runs away. <laughs> like everyone does all the time. And she, then she it's it suddenly hits her, oh my god, maybe he'll tell her that I that's the one who told yeah. him about the pledge thing. It's like a bit late to think about that now. Sandra. Yeah, anyway. Kind of done it now. But anyway, yeah, Tom is he obviously puts two and two together and he's like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Because he really liked her. Or, you know, he was starting to really like her. Yeah. Um, and you know it's just like oh, Tom was shy around girls and he's, he's never been in love he's never been in love but he was really starting to like Jean and now he's like oh well, she was just using him so and he says I was a jerk yeah. a real jerk Aww. poor Tom that we is a bit of an arsehole being yes. angry with girls who yeah. don't give him the attention he feels mm. he deserves not good mm. so he's basically decides he's going to stand her up and serve it right yeah so at the Casadale Wakefield, the plan kicks into action when Liz asks Steve for his uh, Stephen for his word processor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "I worked hard for it," and she's like, "Well, you're not going to need it in yeah. the sea. Well, you're not going to bring it to sea with you." Like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it turns out Ned has given him all the documents for his health insurance because oh, yeah. apparently, like, he's not on his family's health insurance, yeah. so they're just going to. I mean, or maybe I mean, this is part be, of the plan. Maybe he wouldn't be if he had to go away. Is that it? Oh yeah, because he's out of yeah, you know, so, international yeah. waters. Anyway, so Ned I don't know how it just like landed him with a ton of paper work to sort out yeah um, just to be like okay here you go here's all the stuff you're going to have to deal with sort if you're going to do this yeah. and Stephen is getting a bit like you know you're not, I'm not going to see any of you for ages and this is like 
Well, you'll have fun. Yeah. <laughs> she has a great thing where she's like, you know, people talk about short-term goals and long-term goals, and you're just clearly focused on your short-term goals, and that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. What are you yeah. saying? <laughs> just live the moment, man. Yeah. And she mentions Kara, uh, and, you know, basically it's clear that, like, he never discussed any of this with Kara. He was just like, well, no, I'm going he, off. He just dropped it on Kara, like, I'm off. <laughs> yeah. like, uh, clearly I'm not happy with this. Yeah. So he's going to, Kara's in on the plan as yes. well. So yeah, we Jessica kind of talks her around to, uh, yeah. Yeah, to go along with this. Yes, we know that she's going to be, you know, backing up the sisters. So in Jean's house, she's nervously awaits the date. And we find out she hasn't really got much experience with boys. Mm. She has all these brothers, but they're kind of rowdy outdoor types. And yeah. they sort of make her think like, what's the, you know, I'm not going out with anyone like them. Yeah. Which is yeah. healthy, I suppose. I'm like the Wakefields, they're always going on about how hot their brothers are. So, <laughs> so uh, Tom is a bit late and she's getting a bit worried. Yeah. And we Aww. hear that the reason that she wanted to join Pi Beach Alpha was to spend more time with Sandra because she worried that recently Sandra just was feeling a bit distant. Yeah, she was afraid they were kind of drifting apart and that her joining it would kind of, they'd be spending more time together. Yeah. And yeah, that's why she's so interested in joining, really. Yeah, and we Aww. know that Sandra's, awk- you know, any awkwardness has yeah. been because she feels inadequate. So yeah. it is kind of, it's quite poignant. It is. Um, so then Tom wings. Oh, he's he's such a master arsehole about all this. Yeah. Like he does do it well. He's good. <laughs> so he rings her first and says, "Oh, I'm sorry, because I'm going to be going out for dinner first. Yeah. And he says, "Oh, I I had a nap and I just woke up, <laughs> so it's too late to go for food. But I'll but I'll call over soon. Yeah. So she's like, "Okay, I'll make myself a sandwich. Yeah. So she rings Karen and says she'll be late. But then he still doesn't turn up. And eventually he rings. And he's got dramatic news. <gasps> yeah, he tells her he's got food poisoning and he's really sick and he was trying to drive over but he just, he felt so sick and he was going to pass out. And he's in hospital. He's in the emergency room. <laughs> and she says, oh my God, I'll come over. And he sort of pauses for a bit because he's probably surprised like, that she's saying this. And she's like, uh, no, no, you're grand. Yeah. Bye. Oh shit. <laughs> so she goes to the party and Lila is shocked mm. to see her come alone. Yeah. And she's very uh, disappointed in her. <laughs> And she swears that, you know, no, Tom did agree to go to the yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, no, he's sick. He's, he's got food poisoning. Like, what can I do? And then Sandra says, well, maybe we should check with him. Yeah, fucking Sandra throwing a spanner in the works. Yeah. She's like, oh, let's ring the hospital and see if he's really there. So yeah, make sure that Sa- that Jean isn't lying. Oh, Basically God. implying that Jean is lying yeah. about it. And she um, makes her ring him in front of everybody. Yeah. Or ring the hospital in front of everybody only to find, of course, he's not there. Yeah. So, so Jean is humiliated. Shows her up, yeah. But then she has a plan. She's like, right, listen, I'm going to pretend to be into him. And then when she and Dana kick off the dance by asking a boy to dance at this Friday the 13th. How, what? Okay. It's yeah, so sure. <laughs> yeah. Then she'll ask somebody else. Oh, oh my God. That'll show him. What an amazing revenge. Jesus. And the Pi Beach Alphas think this is brilliant. Yeah. And, but even Sandra is, oh, Sandra's like, oh, I don't know, is that fair? Like, oh yeah, she's like, oh, we can't bend the rules for her, but she's, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, the rules are rule. We can't let Jean off when the other pledges have to do things. And Jean does lose Jean the rag. Like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Completely <laughs> understandably. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Sand, uh, Cara and Stephen are both at the party. And she's like, well, it's probably for the best. And you <laughs> head off to the sea. Because <laughs> this is great. I'm just like, good for you, Cara. Yeah. <laughs> she should treat him like this more often. She did. She's like, long distance romances never work. So let's stop now. Oh, God. That's pretty much what she says. And... Uh, she points out that, you know, well, you didn't check in with me before doing this, so I suppose you're not really into it. And he storms off. Yeah, because he is just like, 
expecting her to wait around for like whatever nine months or a year that he's going to be gone. It's the like, high why, seas. why the fuck should she? Yeah. <laughs> so she is a bit worried though, like, oh shit, maybe this is going to backfire because it yeah. is always a risk. Yeah, that's the reverse true. psychology. Mm-hmm. So next day, Jean is sad as she remembers the fight with Sandra, Aww. but she won't make the first move, which is fair enough. Like, yeah, Sandra she, did screw her over. Like, yeah, yeah. But she starts on her plan with Tom mm. and she calls over with. What well, is a genuinely kind of amazing care package? Yeah, it sounds really nice. Like it's got you know lots of uh, like a um, tea for his for his tummy. Yeah, it's like a herbal tea. A copy of Sports Illustrated and a, a bestseller, exciting bestseller yeah. to keep him entertained in his sick bed. And then he's like, obviously he's perfectly healthy. Yeah, he answers the door and he's like, oh shit. Yep. <laughs> but. Uh, they they actually get on really well and then and he and she he is like, God, she is really nice. Like maybe there was a misunderstanding or something. So yeah. he rings and asks her for lunch and she's pleased her plan to humiliate him is on the right track. Mm-hmm. So back in the Wakefields, Jess has all these brochures about Asia. The <laughs> just Far very, East. They just know. keep saying the Far East. <laughs> it's very general. <laughs> and uh yeah, she we we learn from Stephen's point of view that he always has had a bit if you you know he's, he's had doubts about this whole dropping out of college to work on a boat yeah but Jessica's just like oh but think of all the great presents you can buy me when yeah. you're off travelling the world I love her priorities oh so good yeah so we we know we learn that like the way that the Wakefields acted when he told them the news just made him more defensive. He yeah. sort of backed himself into a corner he where he's stuck in this position he's of like realizing that now, where he's like, "Fuck, what if I don't want to go?" But now no one seems to give a shit if I do go or not. Yeah. So, so he's basically he's definitely having doubts. Yeah. Um. So guilty Sandra apologizes to Jean and says, "This isn't true, but no. it, I suppose it, it is an almost convincing lie that the Phi Beta Alphas have been pressuring her not to play favorites." And Jean points out, "Well, you." didn't have to bring things up like yeah. that they hadn't even thought of true like, oh they'd have thought of it later um, so Jean yeah, buys this yeah it's just kind of her constant excuse that like oh I'm under so much pressure but yeah. it's like well, this is all and like I know they yeah. didn't say anything about it then but what if yeah. they thought about it later and thought and wondered no. why I hadn't suggested checking on Tom mm-hmm. so anyway they make up despite all this implausibility and Sandra actually is just like fuck it I'm, this, I'm being stupid yeah. I'm this is not worth it. She's my friend. Yeah, she knows she's kind of taking a hold for herself here. Yeah. yeah. And she feels really bad. She she's does. Like, she doesn't want to hurt no, She actually has a guilty conscience, which yeah. isn't, isn't usual for people in this book, these books. <laughs> yes. Very rare, yeah. in fact. So Tom takes Je- uh, Jean for a picnic. Yes. It's not her scene. No. But she has fun. She does. It's Yeah, even though she's like, oh, I hate all of this, but they still end up having a nice time somehow. Yeah. And we hear a bit about what the other pledges have had to do, which is... Uh, Kind of amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Two of them had to steal towels from the boys' locker room. By the way, they're all people we've never heard of. There's Leslie yeah. Decker, Who? Janice Young, what? Becky White. They eventually throw in Amy Sutton, so we're like, yeah. oh yes, okay, we're on familiar territory. Yeah. She had to walk backwards for an entire day. Okay. So um, yeah, she, Tom, and Jean go off to a um, amusement park. Yeah, he takes her off on this place. Yeah, on a spin to this uh, park as a surprise. But Jean hates that as well. Yeah. He keeps surprising her with stuff that she hates. Uh, if someone took me to an amusement park, like I do not, you know, apart from Ferris wheels and a few other things, I would not want to spend a holiday in the equivalent of Thunderland. <laughs> like, I'm a coward. Oh, I love amusement parks. Oh. <laughs> I'd be all in for this. You and Tom, like, yes, match my roller coaster, Tom. I'm, I'm in. Match made in heaven. <laughs> I'm too cowardly. Um, so 
they go up at the Ferris wheel and it's magical. It it's is. an amazing view. Yeah, Jean's really scared at first, but then Tom like, you know, holds her hand and tells her to close her eyes and then she opens them when they're up at the top and yeah. the view is so amazing that it's all it's all quite romantic and amazing. And they kiss. Yes. So, uh, back at school, I guess, the gang are all chatting about the Wakefield party. So many parties to keep in oh, track man. of. And, uh, <laughs> Such a social calendar. <laughs> yeah. And Lila reminds Jean about her pledge mission. And Jean is feeling guilty about it because she really does like Tom now. Yeah. And of course, Jess manages to put out that she thinks any plans of revenge is hilarious. Oh, she, she can't is wait to see so Tom suffer. <laughs> she can't wait. She is so excited. But yeah, Elizabeth is kind of hearing all this and she's like, wait, what's going on? Yeah. So they kind of explain the revenge plan to oh, yeah, Elizabeth. She missed all that bit. She missed all this. But uh, yeah, Elizabeth kind of frowns at Jean, thinking it hardly seemed fair. And, you know, but she wouldn't have dreamed of saying anything in front of all the other girls. Besides, she didn't know Jean well enough to intrude. Oh, oh really? Like that stopped that you before. That has never, ever stopped you before. Never. Oh my God. What talking about oh she's so well there's a lot of you know it's like they're all acting like Stephen never comes home when he's oh, practically God. lives there yeah, everyone's just forgotten how they normally do things oh, no. <laughs> so they need to they need to read the last 29 books again oh, come on guys so uh, meanwhile Sandra is really happy that things are okay with Jean and she genuinely wants her to get into Pi Beta Alpha now yeah. and Jean tells her that she really likes Tom um, and actually she now has a dilemma because if she does the pledge thing and humiliates him she'll lose him forever yeah and Sus- uh, Suzanne Sandra feels really bad especially when Je- Jean admits that she's joining Pi Beta Alpha to spend time with her yeah now she realises this is why she's been yeah. so eager to get in and mm. it's like oh man I've, I've really been an idiot about this whole yeah. thing and she's like but you know I can't uh, basically says well we can spend time together anyway yeah. and I can't humiliate Tom it's just too mean yeah so she Sandra feels like oh she knows she should take responsibility but she just cannot admit it to her she can't confess she's she, just yeah she just can't bring herself to do it yeah so Tom and Jean are hanging out in Tom's garden and she tells him the truth she, yeah actually because I think he starts off telling the truth he's like I didn't really have food poisoning and then she's like oh yeah, I, know. I know I know you were lying and they yeah. kind of they come clean with each other and it's quite nice because they're like okay we're all being honest and yeah it's all good We've lied to each other. Yeah. But then he reveals that the reason he knew that it was a pledge was because of Sandra. <gasps> and then it's really sad because Jean is just like, she she just feels sad she's more than so angry. Upset, yeah. And she basically says like she loves Sandra and she won't rat on her to the five beta alphas, but Aww. it's like she can't trust she her. Un- yeah, she doesn't understand like, yeah. why she'd do her like that. She's, yeah. she's hurt, which she is. is really poignant. Yeah, it's really sad. And... Of course, they have to have Liz in somewhere. Oh, so Liz God. is doing some oracle work in the student lounge. Yeah. I was like, what is a student lounge? Oh, man, I don't know. Some it's like a common room area. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing, nothing like that in our house. It's, our just, school. Where people, it's just where people go to cry in these yeah. books, usually. <laughs> the nearest thing we had in my school was sort of a wide corridor. And then the school ended up being so overcrowded. There were so many girls. They had to put some, like, sort of dividers around <laughs> it and turn it into an extra classroom. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> No common rooms from Dominican College. You can tell right. you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Sandra comes in while Liz is in there, and Liz randomly says, for purely contrived reasons, like, "I think your friend Jean's plan is really mean." Oh God! And Sandra is like, "No, you don't understand." Yeah, and runs she away. gets really defensive and cries and runs away. Just, like, like always. There's but no point. There's no. Oh, this entire scene is totally pointless. It's literally just a crowbar Liz in mm. when this doesn't concern her at all. Yeah, like surprised they don't have her popping up between Jean and Sandra on the cover. <laughs> No, yeah. head rising. <laughs> <in the dream. laughs> you rang. <laughs> oh, I wish. So, of course, she finds solace with Mr. Collins. Hooray! 
He's so handsome. Oh, he is. Well, we get the reminder, of course, that he resembles Robert Redford. Oh my God. He's a demanding teacher. No, he fucking isn't. We've no, seen his really quizzes not. and made the subject come alive. Yeah. But she tells him she's done something awful. And she's like, you never, you wouldn't decide you've never done anything bad in your life. And Mr. Collins is like, you'd be surprised. Collins, what did you do? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've intrigued myself. Uh-oh. <laughs> and he says, he actually gives very sensible advice. He says, well, look, just apologize. Yeah. And she says, well, the person who I've done this thing to doesn't know I've, it was me. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of like, well, then you either confess and apologize or you just kind of wait and hope they won't find out. But like if they find out from someone else, it's yeah. going to be worse. And it's like, well, with, you know, basically <laughs> the easy thing to do isn't the right thing or what is it? Yeah. You know, which is the more ethical course. It yeah. certainly isn't the easier one. Which it's, is all very solid Yeah, advice. it's very sensible. He's been, well, he's been, been good, good advice. He's, he's been good. He's yeah. been good. So, yeah, she's just left knowing what yeah. she should I do. I think she kind of knew herself, but oh, she did to hear yeah, it. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right, yeah. So, um, meanwhile, Stephen goes to Ned and Alice and he's pointing out all these problems. Like, I've got to do all this insurance because, like, they're not going to cover me. This shift company, <laughs> yeah. this shift company is dodgy as fuck. Oh, they man. don't cover their workers with, the, mess, with yeah. insurance. <laughs> Health insurance where they're literally out mm. in the Pacific. No, no. They're all going to be eaten by sharks. It's yeah. going to be like Jaws. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> the Meg. <laughs> oh, oh, I would see a Jason Statham Wakefield crossover. That would be amazing. So they're like, yeah, well, you'll be glad. And even they start then worrying they've got a bit too far because Stephen seems a bit freaked out by the whole prospect. Yeah, he sees kind of a giant baby, though, because it's like when they didn't want him to go, he was like, I can't believe you do want me to go. And then when they do want him to go, he's like, I can't believe you want me to go. It's like, Stephen. Oh, his behavior throughout is babyish in the extreme. He's yeah. redonkulous. I'm an adult. No, you're not. Uh, you need to stay in school for a lot longer. Yeah. So he rings Kara and she's like, well, you know, I can't expect you to stay around for me because clearly you you know you yeah. have to follow the sea as your mistress and you have to follow follow her siren call <laughs> and so now he's like oh Jesus what am I doing yeah. so at this stage he's like determined to stay even though he thinks his family won't even care oh god he's such a dope so it's dance time and Jean looks amazing for the dance she does I'm sure we'll have a description later yeah. on yeah and Tom arrives and uh she she's leaves on his arm, but she still feels sad about the pie beta thing Aww. and Sandra. And yeah, and she's kind of resigned herself to the fact now that like she's not going to get into the pie beta alpha. She's not going to do. She's not going to humiliate yeah. Tom, and also things with her and Sandra are kind of fucked now as well. And she's yeah. just like she feels sad. It is sad. Yeah. Also, amazingly, the gym is all goth. Oh my god. Okay. Fair play to the dance committee because yes. this place sounds amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's worth them not doing any lessons to no, organize true. all this. I'm fine with this. Yeah. <laughs> in this particular instance, like, because yeah, it's a Friday the Thirteenth dance, which is kind of deadly. Mm. So the uh, the the school gym had been transformed <gasps> by the dance committee. Black crepe paper and forbidding looking moons festooned Ooh. the walls. Papier mâché black cats perched on the table where punch was being served and eerie music was playing. <gasps> Students had to pass under a big ladder to enter the gym. Oh! And the decoration theme of unlucky objects was carried out everywhere. Like, that sounds deadly. It is so deadly. <laughs> also, making papier-mâché cats, that is not no mean uh, task. No, it's labour-intensive. It's not like it's just a cardboard cutout. They're, no. like, getting there with balloons, giving them all newspaper. Crafting away. Yeah. Oh, I oh, love it. It sounds deadly. Who's doing it, I wonder? I Caroline's like head Caroline of the dance Pierce committee. is head of the committee, so... It's good for you, Caroline. Do your thing. Did a very good job. I'm I'm really into this. (laughs) So she invites Dana and Jean to ask their partners because this is a thing. The birthday 
Friday yeah, the 13th because it's their birthday so they start the dance by announcing who they're going to dance yes. with it's like oh god okay it's like they're both celebrating their birthdays today so tonight we're honouring them and oh, they're no. honouring us by choosing partners and starting off the spookiest dance in Sweet Valley history <laughs> which they couldn't have on Halloween of course no because that would be October and they can't have October unless it's for a special Halloween yeah. special don't be ridiculous which they never have actually now I come to think of it yeah not really just Christmas and summer I think the twins ones might have done some Halloween oh, ones really? yeah. oh really okay maybe they used all up all their holiday <laughs> used up all their ideas their Halloween holiday ideas okay so it's uh, they it's showtime and Caroline is uh, is is has given the intro and Dana chooses Jerry Novak Ooh. it's probably her latest boyfriend whoever yeah. the fuck he is <laughs> alright Jerry hmm? so Jean has to go next of yeah. course all the sorority girls are like expectantly waiting for her to make a show with Tom but, but of course she says his she name. doesn't yes and they literally gasp. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's so dramatic. Like she says, Tom McKay, and a gasp came from the corner where the pibetas were standing, but she ignored it. <laughs> and then Jessica's like, she chickened out, Jessica said with disgust. Tom doesn't deserve oh, her. Sick. And then Lila says, first she screwed up last week at Carrots, and now this, Lila said with disgust. <laughs> it's literally like a sentence later. No. Forget it. She's, She's had it now. Oh, they're so dramatic. They're really dramatic. And Sandra, of course, can't bear to hear poor Jean maligned in this fashion. Yeah. And admits the truth. She yeah, she kind of tearfully says, look, you know, this isn't her fault. I screwed it up for her because whatever, you know, and she actually did fall in love with Tom. I got her into this mess. You know, it's me that should be punished. She kick me out yeah. and let Jean join. Yeah. And Jean overhears all this. Yeah. And then the two of them hug. And it's actually really sweet. It is. It's a big reunion. It's quite a, friends. It's quite a quick resolution as well. Very quick. It? Yes. It's just like her being overheard, confessing everything. And they it's f- like, oh, OK, so we're all good now. It's all fine. Hooray. The handy overheard <laughs> confessions yeah. like accusation is always They're a really convenient things plot up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's only a few pages left. So uh, they, they, chill, they go up to the bleachers to sort of have a proper chat. And Sandra reveals her jealousy. And it's actually realistic, I guess. Yeah. Um, and Jean is like, well, I guess we're both out of the sorority now. Yeah. And Sandra's like, you know what? I don't care. And yeah, she's like, look, you know what? Yes, there's more important things. Yeah. And you did the right thing for Tom and I'm going to do, you know, sort of taught me a lesson. Yeah. And then they, they, it's a really nice moment where they see the five eaters approaching <laughs> them. They descend on them. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, yeah, Sandra says, hey, it looks like the entire sorority is about to maul us. <laughs> and she oh, couldn't have giggling. And it's kind of amazing that they're just like <laughs> taking the piss out of it. Yeah. But then the five eaters reveal that they've decided to keep both the girls mm-hmm. in, which seems very implausible. I don't think they let either of them. They're not that sound like. Oh, God, no. No. Not even vaguely. Not Jesus. like, yeah. Anyway, implausibly, they keep them both in because Jean is like, well, you know, I'm not leave- I'm not coming in unless Sandra's yeah. in too. And they're like, well, we're not going to kick her out anyway because I don't know why. Because yeah, she did she's the like, right oh, thing. They don't yeah, care about oh, that. She's, she's been punished enough, apparently. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Literally, what they after <laughs> their level of being punished enough after what they did to Robin is... <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Like, literally, what is the point of this sorority anyway other than, like, hurting people's feelings? It's just a giant bitch what club. they do, yeah. Nothing. Yeah, they don't do anything. All they do is make people feel bad about themselves oh, one way or another. Like, oh, just a gang of cunts. Like, they should just... <laughs> stupid <laughs> they need like Sandra Jean you're better off without them really even though are. the jacket yeah, I mean, is amazing look that jacket is quite something maybe that's why they want to be in it that is, yeah, you know what yeah. I could understand that get the jacket yeah. and bail <laughs> yes and then you'd have it forever oh no yeah. they'd probably take it off you again <gasps> but then make your own death and run away <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Wouldn't be the first time somebody's done it or at least tried to. Surely. Jessica's tried to do it about three times. It's <laughs> yeah. always announcing her ch- decisions to like fly, flee to yeah. San Francisco or something. <laughs> so Tom and Jean dance and admit they're in love. Yay. And then, speaking of love, Enid spotted a new arrival. Yeah, uh, what happened to Christopher, Enid? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally a book of girls. Again, out of sight, <laughs> out of mind. He's gone. Oh, she's so fickle. I had a crush on Brent Stein yeah. book before that. <laughs> Who are all these guys? Where'd they go? Well, they're not sticking around for all Enid. Enid. <laughs> or maybe, maybe that's what she wants. Maybe. maybe. Who knows? Wish you luck. So, apparently, it's a guy called Jeffrey <gasps> Brent. Interesting. He's going to be... <laughs> A significant player yeah, in yeah, Sweet Valley. He's this guy that's turned up with Aaron Dallas. He's some new kid in town. From Oregon. Ooh. And he met Aaron in the summer at a soccer camp. Ooh. And Enid is transfixed. <gasps> like she's kind of bizarrely transfixed. But I suppose given recent characters' behaviour, like falling in love with people they've just well, seen photos At least she's on. actually seen him in real life. That's a step yes. up. Yeah. She looks as if she had been bewitched, Ooh. we are told. Wow. And Elizabeth asks her, is she under some kind of spell? <laughs> So um, it's the next day and Karen and Stephen are going for dinner and she pretends that she's left her cardigan in the Wakefield's house. Yes. So they go back and who do they find there? <gasps> Surprise! It's pretty much everybody. It's There's 50 people. Who are they? Ugh, look. None of them all, are all the twins' friends probably not his friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he just has the odd convenient friend who turns yeah. up and needed for a plot. Very true. So there's a big um, banner that says Bon Voyage, Stephen, and it's a big you know goodbye party. And yeah. he finally admits, look, I'm sorry, I'm you probably I'm don't even care. Yeah, but I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> and then this is genuinely awesome. They turn the banner around, <laughs> and it says, "Welcome home, Stephen." Wow, <laughs> I do love this. So a reversible banner I do like yes, that they, they guessed obviously that he was going to change yeah. his mind and the party of course is a huge hit of course the guests went wild yes as, yeah. as well they might so of course Stephen is staying and not going not going of off course. on a cruise yeah. ship for the rest That's of his life <laughs> he's not becoming a sailor so uh, at 20 past 10 which is very That's late for late. like 16 year olds yeah. at a, you know, in one of their houses Aaron arrives with a pal handsome Jeffrey <gasps> There he is now. And they apologise for being late. Mm. And it's because he Aaron took Jeffrey to meet the coach of the football team like at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Worryingly weird if you ask me. Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so Liz is all happy about introducing this mysterious hunk to Enid. Yeah. She yeah. Hope, that's kind of it really for the end, yeah. isn't it? It's she like, just oh. hopes they hit it off. Like, oh, Enid's going to be happy. Yeah. So yeah. can you read our final tagline? Okay. Enid has stiff competition <gasps> for Jeffrey French's attention. None other than Lila Fowler. Jessica and Elizabeth enter the hottest matchmaking duel ever in Sweet Valley High 31. Taking, taking sides. sides. God, we've had jealous lies, bitter rivals, Man. taking sides. showdowns all over the shop. Really are. Yeah. So as well as showdowns, do we have stats? We have some. Ooh, okay. Yeah, you're not going to like these. What? Um, so the blue-green eyes get four mentions, okay. which is pretty low. Yeah, average. Blonde, the blondes, one. One single That's mention. That's not even one per twin. It's ridiculous. What I know. Fuck? We basically forgot they were blonde. For oh the whole my thing. god, I'm genuinely shocked. I know it's not good enough. Um, Steve storms out three times. Okay, yeah. which is yeah, I mean, that's typical. Yeah, I'm not do. surprised. In outfits, it's mostly uh, Jean. Actually, it's all Jean. Oh, the outfits. Well, she's um, very stylish. We're she's, told. she's a stylish gal. So she's got. Oh yeah, this is for her date. Oh yeah, when she's supposed to be going on the date. With oh Tom. yeah, yeah. Uh, she's wearing a new narrow skirt, mm. oversized shirt, and soft leather hip belt. <gasps> yeah. 
imagine her. It's, I mean, it's a bit grown up for a sixteen-year-old. It, it but is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when she calls over to Tom to lay it on when he's uh, pretending to be or had had pretending to be oh, sick, yes. and she's bringing over the care package. She's taken special pains getting dressed, selecting a pair of linen walking shorts <laughs> and a fair isle cotton sweater. It's like, Hang on, you don't have... Farewell is knitted. They're very mismatched, aren't they? Also, Farewell, like... Farewell knitting is patterned. Like, it's knitted into the wool. I suppose you could have it knitted into But they're those kind of jumpers that are like... Yeah. That they were in Scandinavian dramas. That kind of, like, big jumper. I've knitted Farewell. Yeah, it's it's like where (laughs) the pattern is knitted as part of the stitches. I have made a Farewell hat. Oh, fancy. It's very fancy. Yeah. So yeah, you it's but yeah, so it's like know. a big cozy jumper and then a pair of linen shorts. I also it's always hot here. Yeah, that's it's kind of a it's a weird one. Well I suppose they have sometimes they do wear sweater dresses to no, that's true. To dances, so who knows? Maybe it's just for all the air conditioning, I don't know. <gasps> oh, good point, yeah. <laughs> who are we know um, to, to argue with Sweet Valley's well, yeah. um, approach to climate control. <laughs> So then Jean's dress. Oh, yeah. Then this is what she wears to the Friday the 13th. Everyone wears black, basically, mm. to the Friday the 13th thing. Oh, so cool. she wears a black dress, the exact color of her hair. <gasps> it showed off just enough creamy skin. Little diamond studs in her ears. and a, Oh, in her ears. And a strand of pearls around her neck created a dramatic effect. Oh. It's a little bit Audrey Hepburn, isn't it? It does, yeah. yeah. Though, in fairness, so I know nice. they keep talking about how creamy and pale she is, but the two of them look a bit red in the face on the cover. They're very, yeah. very red and shiny. <laughs> they look like they've been jogging. Very true. Actually, yeah, there's a bit of blood going on there yeah oh well I mean Sandra is, heavy is luminous heavy handed <laughs> going for that garden gnome look <laughs> yes. nice. so, well, what we all crave oh yes <laughs> and on that glamorous note oh, we will bid you farewell yeah. um so thank you for listening and if you would like to share your thoughts on sororities um, if you're an American <laughs> yeah. have you ever heard of high school having one oh, is man. it a thing yeah like it really isn't and people have gotten in touch to say this isn't a thing yeah. so you know <laughs> so if you have evidence to the contrary <laughs> so we're all let us know together. <laughs> uh, yeah. would I mean even the idea that school allows this absolute bullying yeah. is shocking That's to so me weird. Yeah. I suppose American universities allow it well, I guess. Mm, but I mean, getting, these are kids. They're just getting them ready for college. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing they do to prepare them for college. Oh, they don't man. like teach them anything. No. <laughs> like, just get academics. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> and like, horrible exclusive so organizations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you have any any insights on any of this or anything else, you can get in touch with us on Twitter at svhpodcast.com. Send oh, sorry, just svhpodcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You can send us us an email at svhpodcast at gmail.com. And we are proud members of the Headstuff Podcast Network and you can get and follow the network and find out more about the many, many shows Mm. they produce at HS Pod Network. Yeah. Oh, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes. That would be deadly of you and we recently <laughs> found out a way of reading international reviews because yeah. beforehand I didn't realise that the only reviews that we saw on Apple podcasts were Irish ones Irish ones yeah so we've, we've figured out a way to see the other ones and, and they're lovely yeah so thank you so much to everybody yeah. who did it because it does make a big difference it does. it does make it easier for other people to find out so yes yeah, spread the word to thank fellow you, Sweet yeah. Valians Sweet Valley lovers or haters yeah. or as <laughs> I think they're one of the same kind of yeah language. I don't think <laughs> I don't think there's anybody who's sitting, sitting there going these books are the greatest things I've ever <laughs> I don't understand why those bitches are so horrible about it. They're so mean. I don't think even Francine Pascal would think that. No, I think she'd be cool with it. <laughs> Someday we'll get her on this podcast. Oh God. <gasps> but until that day, we will bid you farewell. Yeah, back and, in two weeks. Yes, where we uh, we find out what happens when... Um, 
when in the twins Enid, <laughs> yeah so i have to look to the end because my mind has been a total bang because this ending was so boring yeah so we'll find out what happens when jessica and elizabeth enter the hottest matchmaking jewel ever as we're Ooh, told yes and th- we see them both taking sides see you then everybody thanks for listening bye this is how it's always been i'm on the outside looking in experience the difference at woodhouse buick gmc from the gmc acadia to the buick encore we're sure to have a vehicle that fits your lifestyle our climate controlled showroom guarantees a comfortable shopping experience every time you visit plus our commitment to our customers continues well beyond the date of purchase you will leave our lot feeling comfortable and confident in your new vehicle start your car buying journey today in store or online at woodhouse buick we are professional grade